Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap Podcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Quick Snap podcast. Um, it's just myself this week. It's Brett. Uh, Ari is uh, quite ill. Uh, Scott is living at large in Belgium. And Tom just doesn't want to be here again. Uh, so the same old story. Um, but I do have a guest this week joining us. It's uh, Johnny Bisbee from Off Grid NFL. How are you doing, Johnny? Hello. Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. No, thank you for coming on. Um, obviously from Off Grid NFL, so do you want to give yourself a quick? Uh, yeah, no, okay. thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah, from from Off Grid, um, we started about nine months ago um, as a huge NFL fan myself, and as a bit of a you know semi-retired journalist and just trying to you know just plug away, at, um, sort of trying to cover the NFL. Um, sort of built a website which we hope to to create into a like a community of, of NFL fans to come and write articles on whether that be match reports or their sort of favorite topics from around the league. Um, and you know regardless of experience, um, it's been a great way to to meet fans. Uh, we've got about 30 writers um, on the on the website at the moment. Um, from all over the world, which is which is brilliant. You know, it's not just based obviously you know being a UK based um, um, website, you know, we've got people in, in the States, um, Australia, New Zealand, even one based in Germany. So, yeah, it's been great to meet people and just see how, you know, how big the NFL is. Um, it's like a, a community for, for sports fans all over the world. So, yeah, that's great to, great to be here. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I mean, all over the world, Australia, New Zealand. Oh, yeah, who would, know? Who, who would know? I know, obviously, it's, it's such a big thing in in Europe with all the games as well this year, but yeah. Did you go to any by any chance? Not this year, unfortunately. I um went to both of them last year, but this year I had a few prior commitments. But um, but yeah, just the the I mean the atmosphere. I had a mate who was in in Munich, um, and he, he just said the the atmosphere was just you know next level. Um, you know, watching that on TV, um, seeing the Packers in 
in um, in London, yeah, in London. Making such a noise uh, for Aaron Rodgers was was big, but but yeah, I mean it's it's growing year on year, and um, yeah, exciting to see where it goes. I think um, it's um, you know games are continuing to grow, whether or not that'll involve any sort of expansion. Um, who knows? But I think it's all almost becoming inevitable in the next uh, 10, 20 years. Yeah, I think I think it'd have to be a group expansion of like four teams because of um, you can't really add two and or they'd have to scrap divisions or something yeah. that'd be wild but yeah it's fantastic to hear from you glad you're here with us um so usually at this point we do our one one minute reviews but i think um last week probably one of the worst weeks i remember of nfl in terms of the what happened both on and uh, off the field and i think a lot of that was dominated by what happened on monday night with um the Mar Hamlin and first off I think all our thoughts of uh Johnny myself everybody from the quick snap a whole of the UK NFL community do send the best wishes uh to Demar and not not just Demar but the whole organization for the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals specifically T Higgins because of it was an like from what happened, it was a hit that you see maybe 20, 30 times in a game, each, in each and every game. And it just had, when I woke up on Tuesday morning, it was left me speechless at the fact that something so mean, like the hit didn't look anything meaningless. Do you, see, do you know what I mean? Because I assume you've watched the play and it's just heart-wrenching yeah. to see what happened, especially with the aftermath of it. But of course, the the great news is that um, he's responded to treatment. He's uh, awake and alert. Well, I think he's alert. If it was awake, wasn't he? Yeah. I think that's the update they gave out yeah. today. Uh, <laughs> I think the sound bit that came out today as well was he wrote on a piece of paper to doctors, did we win the game? Um and the response was, yes, you won the game of life, which was obviously the most important thing to come out of that. Uh, as well, um, thoughts are with the family of Uche Wanieri, uh, who sadly passed away, and Art Coriel, uh, Art Modell, sorry, not Art Coriel, uh, Art Modell, um, who also passed away. Uh, he was enshrined as the Hall of Fame uh, last year, but it's, we like to focus on, the positive and the positive big positive news is that Damar Hamlin is on the road to recovery and is okay. Um, Johnny, I don't know if you watched it. What are your thoughts about it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, obviously, it was such a shocking uh, thing to wake up to. Um, you know, see see someone collapse on on the field of play of any sport. Um, you know, it brought back memories of of watching Christian Eriksen during the. Um, during the football, the, the Euro tw- um, Euros two years ago now. Um, and yeah, it, it was just horrible to see. It's for, you know, the players, the, the you know, the coaching staff who have to go through the, you know, the experience as well is, it, it, you know, it's so traumatic to, to these players. Um, and, you know, our thoughts go out to, to them. Obviously, it's brilliant to hear that Damar is doing, doing brilliant in hospital. Um, his recovery, you know, will, will take time. 
but you know he's he's alive which is you know the best thing possible um and it's amazing to to, to see and hear about his, his recovery and we wish him all the very best as he you know he remains in a critical condition so he's not well yet but he's on the road to recovery um but um I, you know i think this these sort of like, you know incidents you know highlight what's what's great about sport and the reaction of you know the football community how football has come together seeing all the the reactions from from players clubs um alike and you know the demar um hamlin's foundation um i think it's raised more than more than it's seven million seven and a half, seven and a half million uh, dollars uh, as of absolutely amazing that. um you know for something that i think he only set was it a, a couple of grand um sort of dollars to yeah and um, yeah to see to say that is just exceptional, but um, but yeah, and uh, you know, going back to the incident, I think it's 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 really important that we sort of highlight the the importance of learning basic first aid, knowing CPR, because you know, first responders on the night saved the the football player's life, and um, yeah. you know, it's such a an easy sort of thing to learn. Only takes 10, 15 minutes to learn CPR. You never know when you could use it. It could end up saving a life like it did on, on Monday. So I think that's a, a real message that I wanted to get across. But um, but yeah, it's amazing to hear that um that that Damar is doing well. We wish him all the best. Um and yeah, as he can uh, continues his recovery. Yeah, I think the main point to take away is about the CPR, it doesn't take long to do and it's, it I I think it should be essential in workplaces potentially in schools but i think we get to, it's just something that some people may object to but it's so important and it has saved his life and one final thing about the game before we go on to um week 18 is the reaction like you said from the fans not just on social media and donating to his foundation but on the night as well um there were stories that come out of bills fans being in um Paul Brown Stadium and they're just breaking down and being comforted by Bengals fans and I think it just shows how much of almost brotherhood the NFL is in terms of the teams and the players and how much they respect each other and as much as much as we like to bicker about it the fans respect each other as well and I think the humanity really showed from Monday night and yeah I think we all hope DeMar makes speedy well i say speedy recover we hope he recovers um to hopefully fingers crossed play again yeah it's not out of the realms of possibility but we can only hope and we hope he does um recover but anyways um week 18 it's finally here the final week of the nfl regular season 2022 Where's the time gone? <laughs> Where has the time gone? It was Cannot felt, believe it. it only seemed like September like days ago. Me, myself, are in Scott were on this podcast saying, Oh, it's week one of the NFL season. Can't wait for this season. It's gonna be so good. And it's been probably the best one of the best seasons in a long time. So many games have been must, the parity in the NFL has been restored. Like anybody can win any game. I think Houston is very much um, evidence of that with what happened against Dallas. 
we've got our pick six uh, games. Um, so the first one we'll start off. Actually, do you know what? We'll let Johnny pick. We've given him the six games. We'll let Johnny pick the first game. Uh, what should I go for? I'm quite intrigued by the the Giants Eagles game because I've been seeing, you know, I've looked on like betting apps to see what the spread is. The the Giants are around two touchdown touch touchdowns down. Um, yeah, I, well, I think in terms of a cover uh, sort of perspective, I, I I don't see it as being a total blowout. I know the Giants will absolutely rest players, but I'm I'm not sure whether it's a logical, um, well, not logical. I'm sorry, you know, obviously it's logical to, to rest players in yeah. case they're injured. But in terms of the mentality that I think Brian Dable's trying to install, um, I think. You know, it, it may work out, you know, the, he, he was to start someone like Daniel Jones, maybe not Saquon, given his injury record. Um, but, you know, just doing my research just before this, I was looking back at, you know, one of the times in the last 20 years where the Giants ended up winning the Super Bowl, looking back to 2007, uh, 2007, 2008 season, um, where the Giants, who were already locked into the playoffs and, you know, a win would make no difference um, to their seed, came up against a Patriot side who were at that point undefeated. Met they obviously met again in the Super Bowl and beat them. They played a full strength squad that day, um, and yeah, perhaps that's the sort of you know good omen. Um, I suppose to to think about is you know perhaps the mentality that they they brought in that close. I think it was about thirty one thirty seven. Uh, 34th victory for the Patriots um, in the regular season, but the you know the Giants obviously battled well, went into the uh, the wild card game full of confidence, um, and yeah, went from there. So, in terms of the you know, I fully expect the the, the Eagles to win on on um, on Sunday. You know, yeah, Hertz isn't going to be isn't going to be there. I don't think again. I, I uh, think the the idea I think the idea is to play Hertz for maybe a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get him back into a game situation. But I think this is one of the very, very rare occasions that a number one seed has to start their essentially their best squad. And the other team who have got have got a playoff spot, the number five seed are well, the number six seed now, are they? Yeah. Behind the Cowboys. Yeah. Number six seed has uh, can rest their players and it's all because of what ha- what's happened with the Eagles skid per se losing mm. against the Saints the Cowboys closed up the Niners have closed up how do you see this one going because I think I think we know the winner yeah but I want to know your score because I think it's yeah come on I think yeah I'm gonna say it's by probably about a touchdown so I'm gonna go Eagles I don't think it's I don't know I don't think it's gonna be that low score uh that high scoring sorry I think it might be a quite tight affair um, so I'm going to go um, 20 Eagles, um, Giant 16 for that one. 16, 20. Yeah. Um, see, we I've said uh, we've actually got all four scores in as well. So Ari Scott and Tom have given us scores, uh, which is, again, a rarity once the blue moon. Uh, I've gone for an Eagles win. We've all gone Eagles wins. Uh, I've gone 24-17 uh, to Philly. Tom's gone 24-13, Scott's gone 35-20, and Ari's gone 31-27, which I think 
Yeah, it kind of makes sense because of what's at stake for Philly. They want to put up as much points as possible with Hurts on the field. I don't want to put the game away early, but because of um, the Giant and with the Giants starting what would essentially be their second, the second team on defense, it's going to be maybe a lot of points. Yeah. But Philly are getting banged up now, so yeah, that's that's my worry. I think is is the injuries. I know that um, you know that I think um, Lane Johnson's not been playing as he, and you know the, yeah, Lane the secondary has been. So yeah, I think they activated CJ Gardner Johnson. Um, I think that might have been today, actually. Yeah, like in the past forty-eight hours, they have um, activated him. So yeah, I I think it. I think we've all gone Eagles wins because of what's at stake, and the Eagles are going to be essentially playing their best squad, but. The NFL. What could that? What else could happen? Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. Yeah. No. Um, likewise. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. I, I can't see anything other than an Eagles victory. I just. Um, yeah. I'm anticipating the the Giants to to give it a game anyway, depending on who they start, whether that be Tyrod at, at QB, uh, more than capable. Um, yeah, I think it'd be uh, Taylor starting. I think. Yeah, they'll get. I think they'll give Danny. They may put Danny Jones in for a quarter again. Just yeah. to give him some, like, keep him fresh. But uh, what's your thoughts on Gardner Minshew as well? Well, before last week, I was, as a Jets fan, looking for a, a QB, a competent QB <laughs> next year. He was, you know, on my, on my, on my probably my top five list. Um, Seriously? Yeah. Thing is, I'm still very much a Zach Wilson fan. I'm, yeah. I hope he stays around for another year. I think we just need another, you know, the majority of the season, just competent, consistent play. But, you know, Gardner Minshew, I think, has been very solid in his in his um, NFL career to date. He's not, well, before Sunday anyway. Um, uh, we've shown a lot with the, the Jags, not necessarily a winner, but, um, um, you know, he's been around pretty poor teams. Um, I was going to say that. Face that it. Jags team was not a winner. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But um, yeah, I think, um, you know, Sunday caught a bit of the highlights just seemed, you know, the sort of thing that the, the Jets, per se, you know, want to avoid. But um, I still think he's, you know, a competent quarterback and I think um, he's playing behind, obviously, a, um, a, a player who's in the conversation for MVP must be, Perhaps difficult to watch, um, but um, but yeah, I think if we're taking Sunday alone, then I, I think it makes it a much closer game um, for the Giants to compete. Um, and obviously, we, we mentioned the uh, the struggles they've had in the last couple of weeks on on offensive line, um, and the struggles that Minshew seemed to have, um, you know, under pressure. I think yeah, against you know, the Eagles, rushed out a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, they couldn't get anything going until what five minutes left of the third quarter. Yeah, they just got stifled in the air. So, um, well, just off topic before we go on to the next game, MVP. Who do you think it is? I think it's. I I think it will be Mahomes. Um, yeah, I think he's. You know, every year I've watched him, I'm always like, oh, he is. He is the guy. He's the guy who can. You know, make magic. <laughs> it may magic out absolutely nothing. It doesn't matter who's around him. 
You know, there was so much talk this this offseason about Terry Kill leaving. Obviously, that's not made any sort of difference to him. Um, but I would like, you know, I, I, I love the NFL, but I do think sometimes the, the MVP is a bit of um, a non-award almost sometimes in my eyes, just just purely because of the, you know, the, the lack of variety. I think it doesn't value players having unbelievable years Dependent on their position. Um, yeah, I think it is a quarterback award, one of them. Yeah, exactly. It, by definition, the most valuable player to yeah. the team, probably. Like, I think we discussed this maybe last week. I think we said, um, like, Jonathan Taylor or Cooper Cup last year, uh, yeah. Derek Henry in 2020 for sure. I mean, it's, it's what the voters are going to do. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so much of a like a spotlight put on the quarterback position. It's just going to be one of those things that forever in a day, it'll just be, oh, the NFL MVP will be a quarterback and it'll be this quarterback or this quarterback. And unless there's a truly outstanding season that they can't turn their back on, then it's just going to be a QB parade. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, we'll go on to, we'll go on to the Saturday night game. That's the AFC South decider which just got interesting because in the past 10 minutes, they have remo- uh, the Titans have removed Derek Henry from the injury report. Interesting. So, Titans collapse, I think. Is Mike Vrabel going to go after the season if they don't win the AFC South? Because a lot of this, yes, it's the, the Titans are banged up to hell and back. That includes Ryan Tannehill, obviously Derek Henry's had an injury, Danico Autry's just been uh, coming off, uh, Jeffrey Simmons as well, they're just four of like, the big players. Do you think he's gone? I think it's definitely been a difficult year for the Titans. I think, I think they played the Giants first week and yeah, they just didn't look that gritty team that we've seen over the last couple of years. But I know they're on a loose, obviously lost five in a row. They're down to the third string quarterback in, well, technically the third string quarterback in in um, Josh, Josh Dobbs. Dobbs. Malik, um, Malik Willis obviously not not really showing much promise. Um, but yeah, with Derrick Henry returning, I'm not sure. I wouldn't want to face someone like Mike Vrabel um, with the playoffs and obviously the AFC um, South on the line, particularly for uh, a Jags team who you know are playing so well at the moment. Um, I don't know. I feel it could be a potential bump in the road. Um, I think the Jags look very... They're moving in the right direction. I still think there's... Oh, 100%. Yeah, which is, which is brilliant to see. It's, it's, it's really, really nice to watch um, a quarterback who got slated so much as a, a bus last year start to show... Bus? Yeah, well, even, even last year... Was, I, I genuinely didn't know that. <laughs> That's just 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 from from well maybe that was the extreme but um he certainly I was gonna say, I think, didn't show sorry well didn't show you know Heisman the generational sort of talent um uh, sort of prospects um, last year whereas yeah. on the flip side he's been a complete revelation and um I think you know having someone like Travis Etienne um Outside him's been 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 really positive. Um, he's got some great targets, some unexpected 
good targets in um, Jones, um, you know, who would have thought Evan Ingram would be having the season he's having. Um, so, he's had, yeah. It's, very, it's, he's, um, had, he's had a sneaky good season. Yeah. Evan Ingram has. I think Christian Kirk as well has been, he's been good, but obviously the whole contract they got, I think a lot of that weighs him down, but he has had a good season. I think Marvin Jones, as you said, he's been underrated as well. Um, past two months, Travis, uh, Tre- I say Travis, Trevor has had a, like, a spark lit under his backside and he's just been performing like his life depends on it. The Jags have been unreal at times. And again, it goes back to the, like the Dallas game. That They were good. They were really, really good against them. And Again, well, flip side, Titans, I think injuries have just collapsed them. You can't you can only do yeah. so much with what you've got. And I think Frabel I think I wanna see him and say, Well, you didn't get us to the playoffs from this position, you're fired, but again, devil's advocate, the injuries, the like Tannehill going down for the end of the till the end of the year, Malik Willis not living up to the expectation that he showed at Liberty and then being down to Josh Dobbs. It, it, yeah, it, it's hard to read for the Titans. Mm. Um, how do you see this one going? Uh, with Derek Henry being back, do you think he runs for 250 yards? <laughs> yeah, I think it, all the, everybody it, over. <laughs> it does. It massively, depend, it massively depended on that for the Titans. I think if he wasn't to play, I, I would probably lean towards a, a Jacksonville blowout. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's it's close. Um I'm gonna put down Jags twenty three Titans twenty. Ooh. So you got the Jag I think yeah all of us have gone again all of us have gone Jags winning the division because this is winning in uh, the scenario here. Um, I think this is for the fourth seed as well, currently. Yes, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So we'll yeah, divisional winner. Yeah. Yeah, to take a home game, and they'll be against. Uh, well, not sure it is against because of <laughs> all the movers and shakers yeah. about. I think it's Baltimore or some potentially, which we'll go on to in a minute. Um, I've gone thirty-one twenty-one in favor of the Jaguars. <laughs> Scott's gone 10 3. We've got the Titans scoring a whole three a points on a field goal. That'll, I hope that's not the game that happens. Um, Tom's gone 17 10 Jags, and Ari's gone for a blowout 30 17 in favor of Jacksonville. Um, I think Doug Peterson uh, would get some votes for Coach Deer if they make it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I think he's, he's turned it round. Yeah, like mentality. Yeah, massively. Yeah. I think on the back of last year as well, just how negative a place it seemed. Oh, that after last year it was the lowest of the low. Yeah, with everything that came out about Urban Meyer, the stories that dogged him, the you know the nightclub in the Cincinnati, the uh, kicking the kicker as well, the whole toxic culture. It's just. Yeah. Good times are ahead in Jacksonville, so let's hope they continue. Um, let's go NFC West. It's Rams at Seahawks. Now you see the jersey on the wall. 
likes of uh, Mr. Baker Mayfield. I'm so happy that he's got a chance to show off what he can actually do. No injuries, no, I won't say bad coach, a consistent coach. Because he's had, well, he has Hugh Jackson, Greg Williams, Freddie Kitchens, Kevin Stefanski, uh, Steve Wilkes, Matt Rule, and um, Sean McVay. Seven coaches in the space of five years in the NFL. And I'm glad that he's got to show off in a place that needed good quarterback play. Especially on Christmas. Did you watch the Christmas game against the Broncos? I did, yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, I'm just laughing at the fact that I'm just thinking back to because that's the Nickelodeon game. Yeah. And all I hear in my head is the pa- the Patrick Starr thing of oh Russ Wilson and he, that's not what he wanted to cook <laughs> it just gets me every time but again Rams biggest disappointment of the year perhaps would you say um, I mean yeah I think they've they've definitely had the biggest fall from grace um, I think you know the expectations around the team like the Broncos though I think trumps it oh 100 um, how much they have just been uh, a laughing stock almost this year i i think i said last week that they would they are the most overhyped team in sports history <laughs> not a bad shout not but i can't think of another yeah this they're meant to be super bowl contenders and now they're what the third worst team in the nfl and they don't even yeah, have they're picking yeah they're third behind the bears yeah. and the texans this year who'd have thought wow and it's not even their own first first rounder. It's going to Seattle, which they, <laughs> which is just so strange because everybody thought the roles would be reversed. Seattle would be awful, and it'd be their their own pick picking third, and then pick be well into the playoffs by now. But yeah, absolutely. Gino in the past month, I think you didn't. Poor. I don't want to say poor, but he's not been great. Yeah. It's, what? Like, what's your thoughts on Seattle? Because they've been. It seems like there's been two different teams. First half and second half. First half they were world beaters. Second half they just fell apart. Yeah. I. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously they they play, played the Jets last weekend. Um, beat us by a margin, but. Yeah, I'm not sure this team. <laughs> I mean, that was probably all of Mike Mike White's doing, but um, but I'm not I'm not sure the Seahawks are a, a team we should have that much confidence in this week, whether or not they make the playoffs. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's the result that's... of this is if the Seahawks win, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Or it's something I can't like to... I think is the if the Packers win, then they win the tiebreaker and then yes if the Seahawks win but the Packers lose them obviously the Seahawks win but if the Seahawks win and the Lions win then the Seahawks the take yes. the seventh lead um but um but it's, yeah. that, it's silly season it's, <laughs> it's that part of the year where it's like right so if this happens and that happens and then all that happens is yeah uh let me try and find it there, there is a how you, how they do it and 
whatever, but well, I'll find that in a minute. But um, again, as well, thoughts on what do you think, Aaron? Don- do you think Aaron Donald stays? Do you think he retires? I mean, a lot, was... of, a lot of murmurings came out from last year's Super Bowl or like last year's Super Bowl where they said, "Oh, he will, re- he will retire after this game," and then they backtracked. He signed the contract. Do you think he'll be? Ram next year. I think. Well, I mean, it's obviously he's had a, such a quiet year. Um, you know, on the back, I think the whole obviously the whole Ram squad are on a bit of a hangover from from winning the Super Bowl. A little bit. Yeah, I I think he'll run it back for another year, and um, I, I think he does his does his current contract run out after next season. Um, I'll have a look think, for you on contract um, on Spotrack. Uh, his contract was three years and ninety five million. His out is in twenty twenty five. He has potential out in twenty twenty four. So he has okay, one more year and then he can leave, and then another year and then he can leave, and then another year and then that's it done. Yeah. So, okay. It, yeah. Hate contracts like that. It's just, <laughs> just make it silly. One, one point in the road, plant your flag, and just go. Just silly. I think that. Yeah, I think, I think I can see him back, back once again next year. The Rams. I still think you know. Obviously, they've got the build. They've, they've suffered so much with injuries. They do have the blocks. You know. Um, I mean, we've not really heard much from him this year, but Jalen Ramsey's still having a, uh, a a decent year. He's still obviously a big playmaker on, on defense. Yeah, I think they... he has been okay. Um, yeah. I think there's been games where he's been cooked, though. Yeah, but there has been games where he's... start of the season, yeah, against the Bills. I remember him him struggling against. Um, uh, well, no, he got he, he missed that 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 huge pass to, to Diggs for the touchdown where he was yeah. uh, they both squared off. Yeah, I think the I think the Rams are. I don't know. I expect them to make the playoffs next year if they're they're healthy. Um, they're going to rebound, I think. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they got to re. They got to rebound, surely. Yeah. Especially with if they keep Baker around. Well, I'm not saying Matt Stafford isn't like the healthiest QB around, no, and that's no slight on him. Like he has had a couple of injuries due to. Like the mismanagement in Detroit with the offensive line, but if those injuries keep coming, they've got to have a suitable backup, and I think Baker is a suitable backup to potentially cover for him if he's injured again. They've got to come back, surely. Yeah. With the amount of time and picks that they've punted away, um, <laughs> to the Lions for Stafford and everything like that. So, uh, for this game. It's a Seahawks win and a Packers loss that puts uh, the Seahawks into the playoffs. With that being said, your prediction, please, Johnny. Um, I am going to go for a... You know what? I'm going to go for a, a Rams victory, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm going to play it risky. Um, I think... Well, I think they'll make the spread... Um, and I think they could pull a, um, yeah, I'll go 26-23 to the Rams. 
what is the spread for this game? Um, just out of I think it was about a touchdown. I think it was a six or seven and a half. Um, let me have a look. Yeah, Rams plus six point five. Ooh, okay, that might that might be a good one to uh, yeah. bet on for covering. Um, obviously, R the Seahawks fan. Uh, he's gone for a Seahawks win. He hopes they're in the playoffs. Um, well, judging by what happens on Sunday night in his predictions, uh, he's gone 31-27. Scott has gone for a Seahawks win with 27-24. Tom's gone for one-point win in favour of the Hawks, 23-22. I'm the only one that's got... Well, I say I'm the only one. I'm the only one out of the usual four hosts to go for a Rams win. So I've gone with Johnny for a 28-24 Rams win. Break Seahawks hearts. It's it's. <laughs> I think all three teams for the seventh seed have had their moments in the year, but they haven't been that consistent all year. If you get what I mean, because obviously the lines, like for example, Seahawks offense past two months has gone down. Yeah, has gone downhill. Packers offense first half of the year nowhere to be found. Lions defense first half of the year nowhere to be found, and all three have had their peaks and troughs. So, just gonna see what happens on Sunday, I guess, or oh, and Saturday with Titans and Jags and uh, Chiefs and Raiders. Um, next game, do you want to go AFC North or AFC East? Do you have a call? Yeah, go on, we'll go, we'll go AFC East, talk about Bills Pats and, and Bills. Pats, yeah. I think obviously, you know, this will be a game where there's a lot of reflection. It'll be quite an emotional game, I'm sure, for, for the Bills. Um it, yeah, it's, yeah, it is in Highmark as well. It is in yeah. um Buffalo. So So yeah, I, th- I think it'll be a, a you know a, a difficult one. I'm, obviously the Patriots are gunning for their um their playoff, as playoff well. life. But I, I think on the back of, of everything and um you know Whatever happens with the, with the one seed, um, I, I I think the Bills um, get over the line here um, and and beat the Pats. Um, yeah, I think you know I've, I've not really got too much too much. No, I know, it, I know. It's a, it's such a strange yeah. position to be in because I think there are way there have been people that have asked the wrong in the wrong tense where do we go from here and as for the nfl because and i think a lot of people um the the big example that people pointed to is skip bayless yeah on monday night with as if i remember damon hamlin was still on the field and he did tweet where does the nfl go from here with regards to scheduling the game because they can't can his words were he we can't cancel the game this late in the season Essentially, I I know I'm paraphrasing, and I apologise if it's out of any context that he meant to have or whatever. But that was, I know the, there was content the the content of the tweet in retrospect did make sense, but I don't think it made sense for the time that he said it, it was very in very poor taste at the time. And I think the other questions that have to be asked are as well: Where does the NFL go from here? From reacting to a tragedy like this for example because of what happened to hamlin how do you um essentially not carry on but how do you go forward with 
a game for the Buffalo Bills? How do the players react? How do the coaches react, the fans, and everything like that? Do, do you get what I mean? Like, I'm, not, yeah, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to make it myself sound like ignorant to what's happened because what happened really was a tragedy. And well, not a tragedy. We, it was, it was a tragedy in the sense that a man did collapse and he did have a heart attack on the field and he did need to be revived. However, the good news is he is okay. At, well, he will be okay and is recovering well in the hospital. Yeah, I, I, com- I completely agree. I think, um, yeah, the, the emotion of the players who obviously were involved on Monday and to step out onto the field, you know, it'll be a, it'll be a really emotional atmosphere, I'm sure, at the... At, at, um, um, in Buffalo, and um, but yeah, you know the, the, the game goes on as um, as tough that it is to say. I think you know you mentioned Skip's um, comments. Don't want to get drawn into to them, but you know, there's a time and a place for for that. We're just so grateful that that Damar is doing in so well. Um, you know, in his recovery, um, as it sounds like, you know, he obviously remains in a critical condition, and we we, we pray that he's able to. Um, uh, to continue improving, but um, um, but yeah, for the Bills, um, they'll be looking to to do him proud, and um, I'm sure he'll be watching on with um, with with enthusiasm and support for his teammates. Um, so you know, I'm 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 sure they'll be they'll be all up for it, um, no matter you know the emotions um, of, of of Sunday's game. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think the Bills do win. Do win here. Um, I've got them down at winning quite comfortably. I think they'll win um, about 23-14 uh, uh, to the Bills. Um, but yeah, I, I, like like, I, like I've said, um, it'll be it'll be a, a really tough watch. I think for the first, particularly the only the opening sort of um, pre-game as well. Yeah. as well. that'll be it'll so, be very. Yeah. Thoughts to everyone. Yeah, it'll be emotional and raw to watch, especially from the fans in the stadium and the players' perspective as well. And I think, yeah, it's 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 going to be raw because of how they honour him and what happened. Um, it's something like okay, something like this does because on Tuesday it was just left me speechless. I just didn't know what to say or what happened it was just one of those things that you're like what do you say to talk about this you can't just go ahead and say what happened is he okay because obviously in that scenario nobody got any updates and it'll be yeah it's just it's just gonna be one of those games that sticks in your throat for a while shall we say um Ari's gone for a bill. We've all gone Bills wins again. I think we're all going one side of one side or the other this week. Um, Ari's gone thirty-five eighteen. Scott's gone thirty-four ten. Uh, Tom's gone thirty-one sixteen, and I've gone for a twenty-one seventeen win, all in favour of the Bills. Um, so last game before the Sunday night football, the big Sunday night football as well. Uh, AFC North decider as well. Um, potential as well for number one seed, depending obviously on the continuation of that. If they do continue the Bills uh, Bengals game, and it is Bengals Ravens, um, Ravens are horrible, and that's not from a Browns fan. 
I'm sorry to say, it's just been a tough watch this season. Yeah. They've how many what's I think they're up to four blown leads now, five blown leads potentially, I think. Yeah. It's, it's a wonder John Harbaugh's seat isn't steering hot, I don't think. No. What, 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 go on. I, I, it, again, from I'm not trying to be biased, but having those three blown leads of 20-plus points and losing those games with a full-strength team. It, is a, it was a full-strength team. This wasn't with Hunt, Tyler Huntley or um, any guys missing. It was a full-strength Raven squad, and they lost all three of those games with 20-point plus point leads and it's just so infuriating even from Browns fan it's like how can you not close out a game just yeah either run the ball or keep doing what you're doing just don't if it's not broke if it's not broke don't fix it you go I mean I always get that thing yeah yeah if I it think ain't broke been... don't fix it that's what yeah I, yeah, always, I, I always get that saying wrong <laughs> I think it's well, been like this spread I think a couple of seasons now for the, the, the Ravens. It's just, there's something not right, I don't think. Um, the lack of wide receivers, I think. Yeah, I think that's you know, the obvious. It's like, how, how do you forget? Not forget, but you've got one very good weapon. Well, not very. I've got thinking last week for the same thing was very good. Marquise Brown. Train him away for first. And then you trade back, and then you draft a centre, which you needed, because Bradley Bozeman left. But then, outside of a half-healthy Rashad Bateman, what do you have? Yeah. Like, the remnants of Sammy Watkins, Devin Duvernay when he shows up. It's how, And it's been multiple seasons like that. How do you... Why can't they surround Lamar with passing talent, like catching talent, aside from Mark Andrews? And... Isaiah, I will say Isaiah Lightly because that has been a quite good uh, second time this year. Yeah, I mean, have we have we seen Lamar Jackson plays last game for the Ravens? That's a, another thing that Ooh. I think oh. is a bit, of a, it's a bit of a talking point. Um, well, yeah. what do you think? Seems to talk about it. Do you think he stays, and do you think he signs a contract north of two hundred fifty million? Um, I'm still quite undecided, to be fair. I think my, obviously, go back, sorry, I banged on about my Jets um, <laughs> for, for a bit on this podcast already, but imagine. Oh, no, 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 it's fine. We, we bang on about <laughs> our team. You should hear Scott and the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, God. Yeah, he's, he's uh, like but, um, yeah, I mean, someone like Lamar Jackson's possibly, on, on his day, my favourite player to watch in the NFL. I think he's just such such an athletic talent. I think it's that that raw athleticism that I just enjoy watching and added in, you know, the the, the passing um progress that he's made over the last few years. I think he's just being held back a little bit by like you mentioned, the the weapons around him. Obviously injuries have had such a huge impact on the Ravens in the last couple of years. Um but um but yeah there's there's a, a huge question mark um around Lamar Jackson, he's, there doesn't seem to be a great atmosphere between him, Harbour, 
the the Ravens as as a whole, you know, and that's office, yeah, yeah, not just this season, you know, that's going back a while, and I think there is a potential that he does leave this year. Um, I think, you know, <laughs> the Jet. It'd be unbelievable if he was if he was at the Jets next if year. He went to the Jets. Um, where else could he go? <laughs> I said Minnesota as like a yeah, like a left field pick. I think. Like, if you put Lamar on that team, oh, him and Justin Jefferson would go mental and Dalvin Cook. They would It'd go be, absolutely. That would be an outrageous, outrageous, um, yeah, offense. Like 6,000 yeah. yards, 7,000 yards of offense, 6,000 yards passing. <laughs> wild, that would. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. yeah, I think going back to it, though, I think the, the Ravens will regret it if they don't time down give him the money that he wants because he's the sort of quarterback that, you know, that's become so much more um, prevalent in today's game. Um, but he is the, you know, the hallmark of that uh, run pass option, the legs that he has, um, his ability. Out of the yeah. yeah. He's, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's the guy that everyone nowadays is sort of trying to aspire to, I think, um, in that sort of, you know, that sort of athleticism sort of sense. Um, so yeah, I think they 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 will regret it, but um, but yeah, anything can happen. Um, they've you know they yeah. should have got a this... before the season started. I think I think that's their big mistake that they never had him locked up yeah. before twenty twenty two. But I think twenty twenty two has also hurt Lamar's market value somewhat. And yeah. I say I said two hundred fifty million, and like Deshaun Watson got two hundred thirty million fully guaranteed. For and he sat out for a season, maybe well, kind of, yeah, season and three quarters. Lamar's three seasons removed from a unanimous MVP. It's not like he's fell off a brick wall or something, he's been fantastic all the seasons he's played. Well, I say all the seasons he's played, his rookie year wasn't so much good, but he's a rookie, so we'll give him a pass for that one. Mm. But I, I, I hope. I think they should get it locked up as soon as humanly possible. Because if not, then a lot of potential suitors that may be a quarterback away, i.e., for example, I'm not sedating Zach Wilson, the New York Jets. He, he could just go into New York. It's a big market as well. Yeah. I, I know New York, yes, they don't play in New York. They play in New Jersey, but whatever. AFC East. Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen twice a year, that would be some television to watch. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's, it, it'd just be fantastic if he went to the Jets. It, it'd be fantastic for me because he's out of the division. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, takes it down to one very good QB, and we're going to talk about him. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Second yeah. in the MVP race, would you say? Yeah, probably. Yeah, second or third, probably. You know, alongside Josh Allen. Um, yeah, I think going back to 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 Monday's game, you know, to see them two embrace, you know, uh, yeah, you know what the opposite of a rival is, but I think them two, they are friends. They are. Yeah, yeah they've got that nice sort of. They're the sort of QBs that I'd love to, you know, have as my sort of franchise QB to, to sort of build around the the, the leaders. Of, yeah, um, I was going to say that's the word that they led well, and I think yeah. a lot of going back to that as well. The coaches led well. Zach Taylor and yeah. uh, Sean McDermott led well. Um, 
it's been a great season for Joe Burrow. Jamal Chase with that being without Jamal Chase for a fair stretch of it. Um, obviously his favorite weapon for well since the LSU days, 2018, 2019, and then 2021, 2022. He's he's done well with like obviously it's not like a bad receiving core. He's had T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, all those guys, but it's not Jamar Chase, is it? So Yeah, and, I and think done... sorry. Go on, what said. No, go on, no, go on. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, I think um the start of the season, they lost their first. They got beat by the Steelers, didn't they? The first game yes. of the season with that blocked, um, um, the back and forth kicks and the the, the blocked Patrick, yeah. and then they got beaten by the Cowboys. I think the week after, but yeah, ever since then they've just been on a roll and oh, been yeah. brilliant to watch. Um, just like Alexia, I, th- I think they could make it to the. Um, the AFC champ again this year. I'm um, not sure whether they could topple. Well, not sure whether they could topple the Bills. There. Yeah, I'm not. I, I still think they'll beat the Chiefs. I still think they they have the potential to beat the, oh. the Chiefs. Glad they did. Um, but, but yeah, the Bills is the only one I'd be, I'd be um, yeah concerned about from their point of view. But um, but yeah, it's well they're in the reach to reach another Super Bowl. Um, I um, yeah, I think they. Blow out the Ravens, um, who, yeah, like you said, have just stunk this year. Um, but <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, that's but actually that's that's pretty it is true. It is true, but it, like it's it, no, sorry for the last for the last month or so, they they, they past past. I'd give it six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Tyler Huntley. I think last year there was a little bit of. Discussion about oh okay he's he's um, you know, a competent replacement for Lamar when he's injured um, led them to have a scrappy scrappy week to his last year which we didn't really think too yeah. much about I think this year has just been found out unfortunately um, and like you say he's not got the you know he's not got those around him to to, to support with only had they've only had J.K. Dobbins back um, a matter of weeks um, boss, boss so yeah it's been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, He's um, been down for a stretch as well, I think. Yeah. So uh, tough. Well, what we're saying. Well, John, we'll give we'll give our scores first. Just uh... <coughs> oh, sorry. Um, so Ari went with a thirty-three seventeen Bengals win because he hates Lamar Jackson. Um, the man has an incessant hate for him. He. He's like any time it comes up, it's like running back. He's a running back. He Lamar Jackson's and it just goes on and on and on. And it's just, like Scott's like, no, he's a very good quarterback. And it's like no running back. <laughs> End of conversation. Um, Scott's got it a lot closer. He's gone twenty seventeen in favor of the Bengals. Uh, Tom has gone for a thirty seventeen Bengals win. I've gone for a twenty four fourteen uh, Bengals win. And Johnny, I think you're gonna say a Bengals win, aren't you? Yeah, I think I'm going to go for. Uh, yeah, I'll go 23 Bengals. I'll say Ravens get a touchdown and they score 13. Um, yeah, I think, well, whether or not Lamar is fit or not to, to play at all, I don't think he will, you know. I think it's been 31 days since yeah. Lamar Jackson last practiced. Right. And I don't think that's going to change anytime no. soon. No. I. Th- it's the risk. Is the injury more serious than they're letting on, potentially? And they're just trying to get him 
fitter? Or do you think it's just been, oh, he's got a knock that's a month? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, either way, I think if, if he is fit, I think they, they, they just save him for the playoffs. Um, yeah. I mean, he has to for the, for the, the, the sake of their season. Um, yeah, I mean, whether or not there's anything behind the scenes is um, another story. But with Tyler Hunter at the, at the helm, unfortunately, I can't see the Ravens be much of a threat, um, you know, down the stretch. Yeah, as, this is for this is actually the AFC North title decider as well, I think. Of course, yeah, is, of course. Yeah, um, which is strange to say because of how average the Ravens have been over the past, again, six weeks. I won't say poor because they haven't necessarily been poor, but anyways. Last match. Biggest match of the year, I have to say. NFC North, Lions-Packers. Um, the Lions are playing for their, their first playoff spot since the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? I, What's I that? don't actually... Are the, are the Lions playing for a playoff spot for the first time? It's not the Lions, so that was their last win. I believe I, I believe Matt Stafford had a... Did he have a season with uh, Megatron when they were in the playoffs? I don't got B. I mean, the, maybe the last time they won a playoff game was in the... Um, it was the 90s, yeah. It was the mid-90s, but... Um, it was the 7th of January, 2017 was the last time they went in the playoffs and that was against Seattle. Okay. Um just oh, because there's a whole history about it. The, uh yeah they lost they lost in twenty sixteen. They have not won a playoff game since nineteen ninety one. And that was in the conference championship. Who were they were playing that year? They beat the Cowboys in the first game in the divisional round and they lost to the Wash well excuse my French, the Washington Redskins in the conference championship. I know that a lot of people do get offended. I apologize for saying that word. I will, I will and I, they won the Super Bowl that year as well, didn't they? Oh yeah, they yeah. Washington, yeah. yeah. Washington, yeah. So I was, Few years after the replacement players um, on the NFL strike of the '87 season, so um, it's really evenly matched. It is, isn't it? It's, it's suddenly for the first time all season. It's suddenly been evenly matched, and it's not the fault. And it's not a defensively even match. It's the offense that are evenly matched. And at the start of the season. It we because we were discussing this in the preseason pod, uh, preseason previews of I said this game the Lions would win because the Packers would have locked up a playoff spot but not the division and they'd rest all the starters. Four weeks ago, I didn't think it'd be possible for, for this game to have so much bearing or so much meaning for the twenty twenty two season, but here we are. What, what do you it's, make of both teams? Oh, it's crazy. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I'm a bit on the Lions bandwagon, to be fair. I think I quite like... Are oh, you on Hard Knocks bandwagon? <laughs> yeah, 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 I am, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that's the most popular Hard Knocks from, I think, yeah. ever. Everybody's yeah. been talking about it, how Dan Campbell rallies his troops. Yeah, I think Dan Campbell, it's, it's just that sort of aura that he's he's someone that, as a as a sports player, you know, you you get so hyped up, you've run through a wall for, for him, you've run through a wall for... <laughs> your teammates in the you know some of the speeches he's uh he gives i mean you know last year there was question marks over his like coaching ability um the rams obviously struggle uh, rams uh the lions obviously struggle. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day it's been a long day yeah, um, yeah, but yeah they've they've been they've been really really good to watch i mean yeah obviously the defensive woes um uh, impact this season, but they've got some real, real superstars in the making. Um, on that side of the ball, obviously, Aiden Hutchinson probably put himself in a, a great position to be the rookie of the year. Um, he's been fantastic, he's he has. Yeah. yeah, I think the the pick last week against Chicago was quite it's so genius. It's that was yeah. an unbelievable pick, and it, with that, he actually tied uh the record for most picks in a rookie season by a defensive lineman. Which wow. is really useless fact of the day. Um, what do you think of Jared Goff? You know what? I've 20... been really, really, yeah, really, really impressed with him this year. I think he's, you know, in, at, at times, I, th- I think he's he's been a quite underappreciated quarterback. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not Patrick Mahomes, he's not Aaron Rodgers, um, but he is, I'd say, at least a top 15 quarterback um, in the NFL and has been for. Um, you know, for for large part, for you know, quite a few seasons during his career. Um, obviously, you know, number one overall pick. There's obviously great talent in there. It's just been, which has, I suppose, been you know, underappreciated. You know, the uh, at the Rams. He's found his, you know, found a place at the Lions, where you know he probably when he when he came to the Rams last year, when he came to the Lions last year, I'm not sure what him himself was was thinking. Or so. um, but yeah, they they built really nicely around him and you know there's obviously been so much talk around the Lions getting their new quarterback um, uh, for the future after this season um, I think that's died down a lot as this season has pro- progressed um, oh, and what yeah. do have him have them taken a quarterback and I, I think a lot of that comes down to because Jared Goff's contract ends soon yeah, and they can sit him for a year, do Project Trey Lance or Project Mahomes or whatever. I don't think that's the way they should go. I think they have a potentially top five pick, depending on what happens on Sunday with the Rams. They have a potentially top twenty pick, depending on what happens against the Packers. Why not build now and improve the parts that need to be improved when, and just focus on those parts and then future lines a year down the road if Jared Goff falls off the wagon which in this offense doesn't look likely at all I mean he's got Armon Ross St. Brown DeAndre Swift Jamal Williams has been a revelation this year he's the NFL's leading touchdown scorer he's got I think he's off for Jamal again isn't he yeah yeah something, something ridiculous like that yeah I, I agree I think um, they, they there's still obviously a lot of parts of the roster that need addressing they've got brilliant had a brilliant draft class last year they can have another brilliant one this year they could even you know 
Uh, yeah, like I say, I, I don't think they are very QB needy, and there is potentially no. teams outside of the the top ten who would, you know, give a haul for, 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 for something potentially, which is, a, yeah, a potential top five, top eight pick, uh, depending on how the Rams do um, at the weekend. And yeah, just looking ahead to next year, obviously, you know, um, there's 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 going to be a few quarterbacks in the 2024 draft. Um, to keep an Caleb eye, obviously. Williams. Yeah, Caleb Williams, I mean. Oh, he's just he's so good. Unbelievable. Um, I know, I know it's not a college podcast because we're doing that soon. We are, we are, we have started. The idea is there. We are going to record one soon, I promise. But Caleb Williams, he is just so good. Like, even did, did you watch the Rose, uh, the Cotton Bowl Classic yeah. on yeah. Uh, Monday? The, the defense lost that game. Caleb Williams was yeah. lights out. Yeah. And he has been lights out all year. He, whether he should have won the Heisman, like, yeah, don't. I'm not going to start the argument of because Caleb Williams was the best quarterback in the nation by far. Well, not by far, but he was the best quarterback in the nation. But the Heisman has, I think, has a different meaning and should have a different meaning of he is the most valuable player who shows the spirit and like grit and determination for his program. And I think yeah. that was Max Duggan. But that's yeah. not me. That's not that conversation now. I think I just think Caleb Williams <laughs> is going to be QB one next year unless he falls off a cliff. Yeah, and, I, uh, I agree. Says Rattler. I agree. I, I, yeah, and there were you know um, uh, what's the what's the North Carolina quarterback called um, Drake May. Drake May again, oh, someone again, who freshman of the yeah. year, unbelievable. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah. there's been so many good campaigns this year as well. Uh, like Michael Pratt from Tulane, he could have had a shout for it if uh, the American got more love. Um, Blake Corum potentially should have gone to New York as finalist. B. John Robinson as well. It's just been a good year for college, hasn't it? But we're, we're on the wrong. Yeah, we're on the wrong yeah. We won't talk about it, but I've, I've really we'll, we'll enjoyed get, it. We'll get you on for a college pop. We'll get you on yeah, the part. We'll that. stop. We'll stop. But yeah, going yeah. back to the Lions. Yeah, I, I I don't think they they take a quarterback this year in in the draft. I think they build around. Jared Goff is a more than competent quarterback, and if you can give him a couple more pieces, um, like like we said, you know, build around the defense as well, then this could be a really 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 strong Lions team in in, in 2024. So for this game, I mean, I don't think they've got anything to lose. I think it'll be. I think it'll be one of the best games of the season. Um, well, touch wood. Um, you know, it it would be so Lions or so heartbreaking for the Lions to win and then the Seahawks win as well. Yeah, <laughs> and, I was going to say the Seahawks game is, uh, I think that's at 425, isn't it? It's, I think that's one of the later games. So I yeah. think if the, the Seahawks result will impact what happens later on, because if yeah. they win, then it's, the Lions are out, so... Um, I mean, go on. It would be so Lions if Aaron Rodgers wins it on a Hail Mary. <laughs> and I know I shouldn't speak that out to you, but I hope it doesn't happen touch wood for Lions fans everywhere. But it would be such a Detroit thing if that happened and they lost the game and the season on that. That would just be so, so heartbreaking. Oh, it would be, would be horrible. 
what is your who do you think wins first off uh, I think, we are split I, I think the Packers win I think the Packers win and then they enter almost a conversation as being backers and almost well as a contender in the playoffs I think they've been on a, a decent you know stretch over the last last couple of weeks um, when they played when they were uh, beaten by the Jets um, they just seemed down and out um, around mid-season. Um, so, yeah, no one could have predicted uh, the way they've recovered. But, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers just finds a way. Um, you know, he seems to just own his divisional rivals. Um, you know, even though, obviously, the Vikings have had a good year um, and, and won the division, they still got battered um, by, my, by the Packers. So, yeah, it, it's oh, good to see that, yeah, gosh. yeah. And I think the defense is really starting to turn up, which is good because that's at the start of the season that was that was one of the the biggest yeah disappointments I think of of um... outside of Rashawn Gary who was early depoint defense player of the year favorite. I think that was one of the ten worst defenses in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, by far. Yeah, but, but um, everything everything's coming good for them as it always does. Yeah, exactly, does. exactly. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is there for next season though? Do you think he's done after this year? I'm terrible. I'm terrible at these predictions because he always comes. Sorry. Out. I know. I know. I've, I've, I know. I've put you on the spot multiple times. <laughs> I've seen him because it's. It just seems like he's done there. He just looks yeah. checked out, or he looked checked out mid-season. Yeah, exactly. If you'd have asked me about a month ago, a month or two ago, I would have probably said yes. Um, I think you know. It's. I think it massively depends on on the game this week against the Lions. I think. Yeah, could go one and the other. If they lose, I would not be surprised to see him walk away. Um, I don't think he would retire. I think he'd still got you know a couple of years um, left to go. Where he'd play Jets, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, this, but yeah. this podcast for quarterback <laughs> recruitment campaign. Yeah, apologies, guys. Um, yeah, yeah. I know we, we we recruit players all the time. It's like, oh yeah, come to us. We we're really good. <laughs> What do you think it's going to be then, score wise? I'm going to go. I'm going to go really high scoring. I'm going to go Packers 36, Lions 34. Cool. That is high scoring as well. That's that's high scoring game of the week on any prediction. Um, we split down the middle actually. Surprise, well, surprisingly, uh, Ari and I have gone for a Lions win. Uh, Ari said 30-27. I said 31-27. Uh, Scott and Tom have gone for a Packers win. Uh, Scott said 24-20 in favour of the Packers, and Tom has said 30-27 in favour of the Packers. And that's it. That's all six games. And, well, I I enjoyed that one. Thank you you very much, for coming on. Uh, Do you want to plug your pages, your links, your... Go on. Thank Sorry, you very Charles. much. Yeah, no, I've really, really enjoyed coming on. Um, yeah, it's been been a, been a really good chat. Uh, covered some great topics, and obviously, thoughts again, sir, to um, um, to Demar. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, for his recovery. But yeah, thanks so much again for coming on. Um, Off Grid NFL. Um, if you are a fan, you're eager to start writing uh, about the NFL, um, whether that's you know to build your you know reputation online, or you want to start a career in. In, in, in writing or you just have so much to say um, then yeah please do um, drop me a, drop me a message on 
You can find us um, off grid NFL uh, across Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn as well. If um, you're thinking more professional, LinkedIn that is professional. Wow, <laughs> yeah, 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 we don't do we don't do things half heartedly. But uh, but wow. yeah, um, yeah. Thanks again. Really appreciate it. Well, no, thank you for coming on. It's, wow, a LinkedIn <laughs> LinkedIn page. We've got to get one of those. Well, um, off grid NFL, off grid NFL. Uh, you know where to find Johnny and uh, the rest of the crew there. Quick Snap UK on Instagram, Twitter. You know where to find us. Um, yeah, I think that's all, that's, that's all we've got to say. Uh, enjoy the final weekend of NFL where you'll see action, and we'll see you for the playoffs next week. Have a good one. Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.